Before we get into today's episode, I would like to acknowledge the Wurundjeri people, the traditional owners of the land that I stand on here today in Melbourne. I pay my respects to all elders past, present and emerging, and I would like to extend my respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders listeners here today. Hello and welcome to another episode of Why Not? I'm your host Ivy Healy and I'm so excited today to be bringing you an episode all about nursing and this was something that a few of you actually wrote in and requested so I thought I would get my best girlfriends who are currently doing their graduate year as well um, just like me we all went to uni together and I thought we could just share a little bit about our experiences and particularly in this, I guess, global health pandemic that we're all very much experiencing the brunt of at work. So I thought it would be amazing to invite these girls on the pod to just help me talk about what their graduate year is like and I guess just share a little bit of insight into nursing and the different types of nursing in our experiences. So welcome Milena and Brianna. Hello. Hey. How are you guys tonight? <laughs> as best as we can be when we find out that we're going scovid ward. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I know. It's um it's very uh, agile at the moment. Is agile a word you could say? No, agile is not the right word. Um, oh, agile is, I think. So agile means you're like flexible, you know? Like, I yeah, think that's the we're, word. we're very agile, but it's very, um, everything's very on edge. I feel like mm-hmm. there's, yeah. just this, there's just this uncomfortable buzz at the hospital at the moment. Yeah, it feels like there's something. Like, I know it sounds weird, but something, like, in the air, I'm just like, um, you know, it's just so weird. Everything's just so weird at work now. It's not like what mm. it used to be. I yeah. feel like, yeah, everyone's just on edge. You know, I sit in the tea room and I think, oh, my God, is COVID in the air right now? Like, you know, <laughs> I'm so used to wearing my N95 and my shield and protecting myself out there. And yeah. then you go to the tea room and it's like, well, you know, have I just done all these things for nothing? You know, you just don't know it's like a little silent little mm-hmm. friend out there yeah it's it's really quite anxiety inducing I'd have to say <laughs> yeah it is I think like it's just for me I think like when I found out I just you know messaged like my nursing friends and you know tell them like you know I think it's just good to debrief because you know someone else is already in the situation I'm in like going to be in so someone out there will probably be able to give you some advice and you know nurses that have experienced it last year like they can sort of guide you through the experience because it is so foreign like no one's gonna be like until you're you know in it totally and I think like that's like the most frustrating thing like about about I guess the lockdown situation is just that you just don't know what it's like until you're in the thick of it. And, you know, thankfully I can say for all of us that we haven't 
yet worked on a you know a positive COVID ward but um Mm. but it's still a really hard job and we're dealing with the effects of you know overflow of wards and closing of other wards so we're getting patients that we're not used to and you know we're Mm -hmm. so understaffed because so many so many people are either isolating or you know can't work or for whatever reason so the pressure Mm. is just put on everywhere and I feel like at the moment hospitals are bursting at the seams and um and it's it's unfortunately it looks like it's only going to get worse with you know the fact that we're not aiming for a COVID zero zero or whatever it's called zero in cases um so unfortunately the health system I think is going to need a lot of support in the next Mm -hmm. coming months Yeah. yeah I feel like the burnout is definitely very real like just amongst like every hospital and yeah sometimes I walk into handover and it's like the energy in the room is just so down because yeah the unknown so often um we're just yeah constantly understaffed and without our you know normal coping skills and coping mechanisms that we would have you know not in a lockdown I think people are struggling and it's starting to show definitely Mm. yeah Oh, totally. And I like I went to my educator um, two days ago and and I just literally shut the door and I just had to cry. I was like, I don't know if I'm the only one that feels like this because I'm a junior and I'm not used to this, but I'm freaking scared. Like Mm. I don't want to have to work in exposure to that. And that might be selfish of me because that's my job and I just have to deal with it. But I said to her, I'm scared. Like, what can I do to change the situation? There's absolutely nothing you can do. You can just rely on people doing the right thing. And unfortunately, you know, I think we all feel like sacrificial lambs at this point. But, um, (laughs) yeah, cheeky reminder to, you know, just to anyone who's thinking of maybe, um, I don't know, breaking the rules is that there's people... So many people like us out there that are really struggling with the effects of this, and and to an extent that nobody else will know until you've experienced it. So um, I'm sure you can all agree with me that it's very hard. It is. It is, and yeah, it's just I don't know. It's just scary, and yeah, you just don't know what it's like until you're in it. And I think it's just like it's ever changing. Like you know things happening like at my hospital every hour things are changing mm-hmm. yeah. wards are going hot going cold you know hot means um like they're COVID wards and cold means like COVID free wards um and it's just like you can never really keep up and then there's going to be exposure site on this ward on this ward at the 7-Eleven across the road and have you been there have you been to the cafe because now the cafe is a tier two and it's like mm. oh my gosh is it like it sounds so dramatic but is this like is this a war you know like it is in a sense because I feel like you know we've always been saying like oh we're frontline workers and everything but honestly like last year I feel like I didn't really feel like this and obviously we weren't nurses at that stage but you know I was still working um as a Rousson like during lockdown and everything but I never felt like this this is such a strange feeling. I feel mm. like scared to go to work some days. Like I used to be so motivated and not that I don't love going to work, but I'm honestly just 
dreading it, the thought of like wearing, you know, the N95 and then people say to you, oh, like what's so bad about that? And you're like, oh, you've never worn one for eight and a half hours and only had two drink breaks. Like, I'm sorry. And pressure sores on your ears. Yeah. You're not really in a position to tell me whether that's a big thing or not. Like, you know, you try doing what we're doing and then you tell me how you feel, you know. I just think that we have to be all a bit more empathetic and kind during this time and you know funnily enough it's are you okay day and I think that people often forget to you know start that conversation and regardless if you're a healthcare worker or not like we should be checking in on everyone like every day and seeing how we're all doing because it's it's hard you know totally yeah definitely agree I live at home with my parents and I and my family and like I have to think about that. I have to think about mm-hmm. how I'll feel if I bring it home. I'll have to think about, you know, putting them through isolation if that comes, if that is the case, you know. So it's a very real and raw thing. And I think yeah, we've been in this lockdown for so long and we've done this and we know it and I feel like there's so much fatigue and there's so much complacency yeah. that's come with it now yeah. and people are really losing sight of what's important and people are really losing sight of impact. The bigger picture. Yeah, the bigger picture, mm-hmm. exactly. I feel like this time last year when we were having kind of similar case numbers, um, people not just like, you know, people like uh, healthcare workers everyone there was like a sense of fear and like oh we really can't let this get out of control but today I went for a walk around my local lake and I saw more people not wearing masks than people that were wearing masks yeah and it's like like people just are so over it like there's such a massive fatigue and I totally get it I'm over it too but I think that like almost the respect that people had for like COVID and following the rules is just gone and it's like oh if I get it I get it whatever and yeah we've definitely lost sight of the bigger picture yeah Mm, yeah I agree and I just think like oh what's happening in New South Wales honestly scares me like I'm like if that is what's to come for us I am like so scared and I feel like it's just I don't know I try and just take it one day at a time Mm -hmm. you know look at something and um so I don't know if we've mentioned so I'm like a graduate nurse on an adolescent mental health unit so I'm not really yeah we were, um, yeah I should have probably gotten <laughs> to that bit but um, we're just so passionate about this <laughs> um <laughs> introduce yourself ladies <laughs> um hi my name's Brianna <laughs> I'm 22 I am a graduate nurse um working on an adolescent mental health unit and I'm Melena I am also doing my grad year and yeah, I'm currently on a cardiology ward and previously I was on pools. So I was kind of visiting different wards. I was on five different wards. So how pool kind of works if someone calls in sick or there's like a vacancy because the ward can't feel the shift because they might not have enough staff or whatever, a pool um, member like pool nurse goes and works on that ward so you're just moving around and experiencing different wards which is a really awesome experience but for a fresh nurse out of um uni it was really big um transition because you really had to step up and you know learn about all these different wards and you know everything's different like nursing is same same but different 
So once yes. I kind of got that down pat, I was a bit more equipped to handle, you know, different patient conditions every day. But yeah, it was a good experience and I'm happy to have a home now. Yeah. Yeah, I bet. I always thought, um, you know, whenever I'd see your stories or whatever about being on pool, that's just so intimidating to me. Like I could yeah. not do it. So good on you. I could not have done that. Um, yeah, I um, so I started my graduate, my first six months on a general medicine and scovid ward, um, which was pretty daunting. Um, I'd actually never done any general medicine, surprisingly, in uni. Oh, lucky like I've never, you. I've never had a placement. <laughs> no, but I wish I did because I had the worst transition shock um going into my first rotation and it's something that's not spoken about in Mm -hmm. enough I think in the nursing community and you both got messages from me on the weekly basis of how much I was struggling with it but um yeah it it was a real look I'm really glad I did it now because I I learned such basic knowledge like basic nursing skills communication skills hygiene um, medicine, that all like really good stuff. Um, and now I've moved on to a surgical ward and it's so much more clinically stimulating. Um, but I still have that real basic knowledge of the, the underlying things that you just need to get through the day. So, Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, Milena, I could not do pool. I'm such a control freak and (laughs) I need to be comfortable in my environment and I need to know who I'm working with Mm -hmm. not knowing every day would literally spin me into a mental breakdown. I couldn't do it. On my very first solo shift, right, I didn't know where I was working. I had to call them when I was on the train going to work at, like, 6 a.m. Be like, hi, like, where am I working today? They're like, <laughs> mm, there's no vacancies today. Um, We'll just pop you on the cardiothoracic ward because, you know, we'll just have an extra floater there. And I was like, what? Like, I was, like, so scared. And, you know, I slept that night. Like, sometimes you go to sleep and you don't know where you're working the next day. I hated that oh. because... That's like just too much. <laughs> yeah, and my hospital has two campuses. So if I was at working at rehab, that's a different campus. So, oh, you know, no I have way. to travel further. So I kind of had to know. Sometimes I'd call them and be like, excuse me, like, where do you think I'm going to go? Because I kind of <laughs> need to know what time I need to wake up tomorrow, you know? Yeah. So, ladies, tell me, what made you choose nursing? Take it away, Melinda. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, well, for me, um, like my mum was a nurse. So like I remember when I was little, we used to like pick mum up from work and then we'd go to get some dumplings after work. <laughs> um, so like I always like, um, you know, had really like heard about mum's day and everything and it was really interesting. But I think it was just like, you know, in like year 11, year 12, I was thinking like, what do I actually want to do? But then I just realised that there's so much to nursing, like so many job opportunities, so many opportunities for learning. I personally really like science and biology. So just learning about the patho of different diseasing, diseases is so interesting to me. So like, you know, I once upon a time kind of thought I wanted to be a doctor, but it's like, who wants to study for that many years? <laughs> um, so I Same thought job. like, yeah so I thought oh being a nurse would be pretty awesome and it is a pretty awesome job like we get to do so much and I think 
there's like a real misconception in society of like what nurses actually do. I feel like, like it's I don't not think like anatomy. That's no. all I can say. <laughs> and can I just say, no doctor pushes the patients around in their like yes. in the bed to take them to X-ray. Like they don't do no way. either. They don't write in the charts. They don't do. They do fuck all. <laughs> literally, like Grey's Anatomy, literally makes it out that nurses are the people like the doctors date. Like you know, yes. like. I wish. I was well disappointed when I got onto my ward and like all the consultants and regs were like female. I was like, yeah, girl power, but come on, where's where are the bachelors? This is what I'm here for. I love that. What you about know, you, Bree? I was um, I actually this is a funny story. I was watching Grey's Anatomy. I'm up to season seven. Um, I was watching Grey's Anatomy and my dad walked in the room and he's like why do you watch this? Isn't this like completely against everything that you have trained on? And I was like, no, dad, I watch it because this is how I wish nursing was. (laughs) Um, Brianna, go on. Um, So for me, I don't have anyone in my family in healthcare or anything. So it was really like, um, I guess like a bit of a big deal in my family when I was like, yep, I'm going to study nursing in high school. I knew I really enjoyed biology. I loved learning about the immune system and kind of all that pathophysiology stuff. I knew I wanted to work with people and I get bored really easily. So I was like, I need a job that's <laughs> just always changing and where I can help people. So I I had like never been in hospital before. And then just randomly on this day in year 12, I had like a migraine and I went blind and I'd never had a migraine be- before. So I went to emergency. I was only there, you know, like for the day. But I just actually saw what the nurses got to do. And up until that point, I didn't really know like the scope of a nurse. And I was just like, well impressed. So I, um, you know, applied and was lucky to get in. And I also knew that I wasn't even 100% set on nursing, but I just knew that what I wanted to get out of uni and those, you know, first few years out of school, I just wanted to gain as much life experience as possible. I felt like in school, I was a very young young 18 year old like minimal life experience you know didn't know much about the world but I did know that I wanted to see the world and just experience as much as I could and nursing definitely gave me that so yeah yeah totally well I mean dissimilar to you I personally spent a lot of time in hospital um as a child so um I um had some health conditions pretty much from like three years old I was just constantly in hospital up until probably about year 10 I'd say um Mm. and so I actually spent a lot of time at the children's hospital um which ultimately became my career goal was to end up back there nursing on the other side of the bed um you know I remember sitting in a hospital bed and I had to pick my VCE subjects and I was talking to mom and I was like, you know what? I think I just want to be a nurse. Like I honestly, this is all I know. This is all I, you know, they, they come into the room and I know what part of my body to give them to do the blood <laughs> pressure. And I know what they I know what all the readings mean. And, um, you know, it was almost like when they say you get a calling, it was true. I really woke up one day and I was just like, bang. Yep. That's what I'm going to do. And I've never strayed from it ever it's never I've never questioned it I've always just gone no that's what I want to do and I think you know when you want to help people um when you're that kind of person you know 
that that's the job for you. And, you know, I think first year uni was pretty dry. <laughs> I think you can both agree with me there. Um, but if you can get through first year uni, if you can get through your aged care placement, you know that you're in the right profession. <laughs> yeah, you can do anything. Yeah. yeah. But, um, and then even further, if you get through gen med, then you really can do anything. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, so I um I you got away with no gen med placements. I genuinely had like three gen med placements. Oh my god, no. Stop. See, I didn't have any. I had one that was jealous it was like girls. a renal ward, but then because it was during COVID, their gen med ward became like a hot COVID ward. So we got a lot of the gen med patients. Yeah. So that was only like, I don't know, the end of one of my placements. And yeah, I didn't love it, but <laughs> that was my bare minimum gen med experience yeah I didn't have any I had um surgical and cardiac um and then pediatric and then mental health and then aged care um oh and I had oncology urology but like again that was really not not the basics of gen med (laughs) um so I definitely got a shock when I came in like when I first went into my like first week I had never seen a patient with a delirium I had no idea what a delirium was I feel like we didn't really learn about it in depth at uni or maybe I just Mm. zoned out that day but (laughs) I had no so prevalent right yes Mm. and I see it everywhere now like literally it's on pretty much every single handover sheet in at least one (laughs) patient's presentation like and I had no idea. So coming into this ward, plus it being a scovid ward, it was just like so overwhelming. So, um, yeah, but I think, I guess that's what made me choose nursing. And I definitely, um, I don't know about you guys, but I definitely have second guessed it a little bit this year. Um, but I think, yeah, when you know, you know. I think the second guessing part was me like throughout the entire degree. <laughs> In terms of like, it was a very love-hate relationship Um, and I'm glad where I ended up. But yeah, this year, not so much second-guessing nursing, but second-guessing the area of nursing for sure. Yeah. Yeah. We all did the Bachelor of Nursing um, at ACU um, and we graduated last year. What did you guys, what was, I guess, one thing or your favourite thing about uni? And this is not sponsored. <laughs> this is no, definitely, definitely not, not sponsored. sponsored. <laughs> um, I would say I got really lucky with my placements. I know that's not, you know, the same for everyone, but I genuinely had some of the best placement experiences, had some really good educators and just finding like so many like-minded people and coming away with like, yeah, some lifelong friends. I know that's so cliche, but genuinely. It's true. That was going to be yeah. mine. You stole mine. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Melina? Um, I think for me, like I made so many great friends. Like that's been my yeah. thing, you know. I think I just went into first year and was really like willing to make friends. And, yeah, I'm just so grateful for everyone I've met because I think that nurses are so special and I feel like they really get you and I feel like you know we often share really similar values which 
I've come to learn that's really important when finding friends. So I think, you know, without getting too deep, but I think, yeah, I've made so many good friends and I just know that, you know, these will be friends for life really. Totally. Yeah. And I, I agree. Like I probably, I met my first like really close group. I think, did I meet you? I must've met you first, Brianna. I reckon yeah, you on orientation day. You yeah. guys was sat next to each other and that was it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, yeah. you kind of, you notice, like I always said to everyone that I went to uni with, like I always said, I probably, there was what, 300 people in our cohort would you say oh, I reckon more I reckon more. more probably by the end there was 300 but I recently <laughs> started out with a good 500 but I feel like I just saw the same 20 people in the uni and that was it <laughs> like I don't know what it was like I don't know when any other classes were but I just saw the same three faces walking around <laughs> like in the cafeteria it's like I would just keep seeing these people that I you know some I knew some I didn't um but I met, yeah, I met my really two good uni friends on my first placement. And then since then, we have just been so close and we've added a third member, which has been really nice. And, you know, we all um, we all actually did the clinical school. So basically it's like a partnership with a hospital that the uni has. Um, and it's like almost like a bit of a program, like you you do all your placements there pretty much. Mm. Um, so we all were in that um, program. And so we just became the best of friends and um, still to this day we are. And it's, you're right, it's it's those kind of people, they get you and they you can talk about anything. You can share your wildest poo stories. You can yeah. <laughs> and like, know, cry, laugh instead. You of can like, complain. Just... You can complain about something that, and you can say things that you really can't get away with saying to people that aren't nurses. Like. <laughs> My family um, want to kill me when I come home with like random, yeah, shit stories. And they're like, we're eating dinner. What are you literally? Like, Hang on. Oh, no, <laughs> this is normal. <laughs> yeah. Literally, I'll go to talk about my day, like literally just talk about my day. Like, and I might say, oh yeah, like took some bloods today or dad will be like eating his dinner and I'll be like, wow, that's a really good vein. And then mum and dad will like tell me off because I'm being gross or I'm talking about something gross at the dinner table. Yeah, I love that because um, with like my mum's a nurse, but then um, my boyfriend, his mum is a nurse and his dad's a paramedic. Oh, so yeah. we have really good conversations. Like, That's so good. And then Aiden just sits there and he's like, what are you all talking about? <laughs> like, like, I need to like go and study to be part of these conversations. And what would you say without giving too much away because I don't want to be sued by ACU, but what would you say was maybe the most difficult part about uni whether it be let's just say your experience at uni not the uni (laughs) (laughs) I feel like like for me navigating online uni last year during COVID was probably like one of the toughest things I don't find like I would have to go to class I could never just be like oh I'll catch up I would do the online lectures I knew I never would so it was a bit of a transition shock last year needing to really like motivate myself to stay on top of things and then losing that social aspect and I think feeling a bit out of touch with the uni and um you know different placements getting cancelled and just not knowing like having so much unknown 
right at the end of our course and wondering, are we going to finish? I think that was probably the most negative thing I would say. Yeah. But otherwise, all good. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I don't know. I just think like overall I had like a, like a, a good experience, you know, I didn't, nothing severely bad happened to me at uni, you know, AC <laughs> didn't like hurt me too much, but I just think, I don't know, I just, like uni is just not it for me, like that self-directed learning, I'm just like, it's not like I need spoon feeding, but it's like, like you want your teachers to be a little bit more, it's like, I don't know, I prefer like, I just wish it was like high school type vibes, you know, it's just, yeah. I don't know, it's just, I I don't know if I completely love the whole vibe of it. I would have. I was so surprised, like, how many essays and stuff we had to do. When I went into nursing, I thought everything's going to just be, like, test, question, answer, which I would have preferred instead of doing, like, 3,000-word essays about one random little concept, Gibbs reflective cycle. Oh, God, I'm excited. I had to do that as well for one of my um, things, like, reflecting on my um, (laughs) – first rotation I remember on my very first placement I think back to it I must have been the biggest noob but I like <laughs> I in lab classes I don't know I just it wasn't really my vibe I never thrived in it like I just like stand around talking to people honestly and then I got asked to prime a line and I was like oh my god how do I do this? <laughs> I well, literally did not know what to do and like my nurse was like what the hell and I was like oh this is my first acute placement sorry like <laughs> You know, like I just, I don't know. I didn't know anything, to be honest. I think back and I think, wow, I must have been such a dumb student. Like (laughs) at the start, like I think back and, you know, I've come a long way. I think, um, I don't know. I feel like I I agree with you, Milena, in that sense of like at school, I was very much like, if I don't get something, I'll ask you. If I need something answered I'll come to you I'll come and find your office and I'll ask you like you know I loved talking to the teachers I loved getting to know the teachers I loved having that really good rapport with the teachers because it made me feel I guess motivated like and you wanted to be able to show them that this is what you're learning and I appreciate what you're teaching me and I get how you you know that kind of thing so I agree coming into uni it was a very different thing and I think I felt a little bit like a number rather than mm-hmm. you know a person or or I don't know and that might be naive of me to think out of a 500 person course but um I just think for a subject like nursing you really need that context and you really need to be able to have people that you can ask that experience it because I just remember learn like I think I probably learned more on placement than I did mm. in classes and I 100%. in you know in the uni's defense I am a very um, practical learner so I learn very much physically and I'm visual and I need to be there and I need to get my hands dirty and, and really under to really understand it um but you know I just think why do unis just not go back to hospital training like I just think it would I be wish, so honestly. much better you know um but look I think every uni has its flaws and I agree online learning was horrible last year and I think for everyone everyone's going through it and it's just a really horrible situation especially for, yeah. for courses that are so physical like nursing yeah. like paramedicine like you know anything pretty much in the healthcare industry yeah. so um 
so yeah it's it's really different but um tell me what was your favorite placement at uni for me hands down I would say I had a placement on an acute spinal injury ward for four weeks it was my first hospital placement and it was just amazing I loved every second I feel like I met some of the most amazing people um so basically like everyone on the ward was a paraplegic or a quadriplegic Mm. and either they'd come in um with them as a new acute like they just sustained the injury or they had like their spinal cord injury for you know many years and they'll come in for management of maybe like a massive pressure injury or something Mm. and my god the wounds that I saw on that placement Mm. I haven't even like been able to eat lasagna since because (laughs) oh my god (laughs) (laughs) some of the gnarliest wounds ever when I mean we were like packing wounds elbow deep it was just but I love that stuff. So it was amazing. Like, but I felt like it was very, I was like very privileged to be in these situations because I had a lot of um, situations where, yeah, people just had newly sustained like an injury, mm. had just become a quadriplegic and their whole family's going through this massive thing. And um, mm. the lucky thing about being a student is like, they're not, you know, your full responsibility. So you've got extra time to spend with families and spend with the patient, just chatting and getting to build that more like you know um therapeutic relationship and I just feel like that was the best experience ever yeah it was like probably like the grossest placement I had so um having like a spinal cord injury I think people initially think okay yeah you can't move your arms and legs but that means all the inside shit ain't working too like Mm. your bowels aren't moving you know um a lot of people who are quadriplegic are on permanent like ventilation through a tracheostomy because their diaphragm doesn't work so they can't breathe on their own um so we were doing like full bowel care um abdo massage to help you know their colon like move things through and it was just at the same time it was great yeah I um I feel like I have such a like it sounds weird but I have such a respect for my my body than I yeah. ever have like mm, big time. I was um just the other day I was feeding a patient and it's been a while since being on the surgical ward it's been a while since mm-hmm. I've had a patient that's full nursing care um because you get that a lot on a gen med ward but like usually not that much on a surgical ward um and yeah I had this beautiful man and he was a um full nursing care patient and I was feeding him because um and he was on um thickened food and thickened fluids um because obviously he couldn't um have thin fluids for risk of um it like aspirating so choking yeah so I was um I was feeding this guy morning tea and I was like wow like you know just in my head thinking about my day and whatever and then I went and had my morning tea and I was just eating my cereal or whatever I was eating and I just I just had this realization that oh my god I'm swallowing like like it sounds so weird and I know only you guys would get this (laughs) but I was just sitting there going I'm so lucky to be able to have this milk right now (laughs) yeah I always think that and walking like yes, walking. I see those yeah. little people using their four wheelie, and here I am speed walking around, and I think, oh gosh, you know, it's just it's mm-hmm. kind of sad seeing that progression of life, and you know, unfortunately, we all go down a little bit, decline, and I don't know I think yeah, 
you know, being a healthy person, I think we often do take it for granted. And then especially when we're working in healthcare, it's like, wow, like, you know, I'm so lucky that I don't have these health conditions. It really, you really do have to kind of filter out what you think about. Yeah. <laughs> like what we see is like such a small percent of the general population, but it is a good mm-hmm. reminder to be grateful. And I think it's such a privilege that like we get to see this side of life because yeah, yeah before I started nursing, like I feel like I just had no idea of, yeah, what people could experience. So yeah. I think it's, yeah, definitely made me grow a lot and I'm really grateful for it. You know, it's so normal. Like, imagine, like, I don't know, I just think it's, like, you know, showering a person is so normal. Mm-hmm. And, like, can you? I can't imagine any of my non-nursing friends doing that. Like, you know, know, it's yeah. just, like, they would be, like, what? Like, you did what? And I'm, like, yeah. you know, I'm always, like, scrubbing between the toes, like, getting yeah. everything dry. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, like, I don't know. It's, like, I feel like when you go to work and you have to do that, it's, like, you put on this, like, you, like, Armor. Yeah, and it's like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm a nurse. I've got different persona. Like, <laughs> yeah. when you leave the house, Maybe I always get home. Yeah, you do, definitely. I get home and my sister's like, I don't even try to imagine what you do during the day. I just think you leave the house and then you come straight back. Because, <laughs> like, I've, you know, the things you say, it's like, I just can't even imagine you doing that because I'm actually like the biggest germaphobe ever. And I'd come home telling her the things I've done and she's like, but you like freak out at like if I sneeze or something (laughs) like how are you (laughs) dealing with shit I'm getting paid for this I don't get paid when you sneeze (laughs) oh my god it's so true but I don't know there's something about it um and this was going to be another question but I'll um I'll answer my answer first yeah is um is what you love about nursing what's the one thing that you that really stands out and for me on this topic like since having clinical experience whether it be on placement or whether it be at work now it really is like you know when you've got someone that is middle-aged or you know whatever age it's for me personally it's such an honor to be able to be a person that can support them can wash them you know if they can't take themselves to the toilet like it's an honor for me to be able to be that person to give them back a little bit of dignity and to help Mm. them through that and you know I I wouldn't do it if I didn't appreciate the um, feeling that I get from it Um, Mm. and it is a special kind of job like no one wants to go to work and deal with shit but it really is just something that you deal with and I think it's not gross to me like I don't bodily fluids are not gross it's completely normal you know so many Mm. patients so many patients on the daily apologize to me for me having to go into the toilet with them or me having to shower them or me having to even just hold their hand to walk they'll they'll apologize and I'll say like don't apologize like this is my job like this is why I'm here like who else is going to help you do this? Like, mm-hmm. this is why we do what we do because we've chosen to do this. You know, I want to be able to be that person to give you autonomy and to help you and to make you feel comfortable when you're feeling completely helpless, you know? Yeah. So for me personally, that's my favorite part about nursing, but Melena, I don't think you answered the question about, um, your favorite placement so you can do both <laughs> sure um oh that was like 
the question ages ago. Wow, I've um, been chatting a lot. Um, so I don't know. I've, I think I kind of like changed depending on the day, but I think I really enjoyed my um ICU placement. It was just at a private hospital, so it was only ten beds, and like the patients weren't like crazy sick or anything. But it gave me insight into like a different area of nursing and, you know, really detailed patient assessment because it was like usually one-to-one or one-to-two and, you know, it's just weird. I remember just sit there all day just watching the patients and it's like, you know, it's just very different and I think um, that might be an area that I want to one day explore. I definitely don't feel ready for ICU yet um, but I think ICU is so cool. Like they you know, give medications and do all these interventions to like keep people alive when otherwise they'd be dead. And I just think that's awesome. Like all the medications and everything they do, it's just like, wow. So I think that would be cool. So I love that placement. And for me, um, what I most love about nursing, that's the question, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think, yes, yeah, similar to what you said, Ivy, like I have a lot of joy when um, like my patients, like, you know, when, you know, we can have a good chat and I find out about their life because mm. I felt like as a student, I was able to do that like every shift. Like I was really getting to know my patients and it was so nice. Whereas unfortunately, I feel like on a day-to-day basis, I don't really have that time. Like I had a few shifts where um, the ward was pretty quiet. So like it was two patients only. And I like was chatting to them for ages and it was so nice like talking to them and like seeing them outside of their sickness, I suppose, because at handover we just say, you know, what's wrong with them, the past medical history, what we're doing, the yeah. plan. But really like, you know, like we were chatting to this guy and he's from like the country and he was telling me, bit random but like about how we're talking about like dogs and stuff and he was telling me about how unfortunately like um like lots of people come and drop off animals that they don't want anymore and just leave them in the paddocks like I was like what I was like I don't know he's like yeah you city folk you don't know what's going on up there I was like no I do not and it's just like um yeah, I don't know. It's just nice when you get onto those really random conversations and it's like, wait, how did we get here? Um, and also, yeah, I just like when you get those really nice compliments, especially when they read on your badge, graduate nurse, and they're like, oh, what's graduate? And I was like, oh, you know, I've just been nursing for eight months. I hated <laughs> saying it like when it was like one month. I was like, yeah, I've only been a nurse for a month. And they're yeah. like, what? <laughs> and you're caring for me? Um, and then they like go, oh, wow, like I think you're doing a really good job. Yeah. And like once this lady, I looked after her for like three days and she was said to me, you know, Melena, I hope you know that you're a really great nurse. And I was like, oh, my gosh, thank you. Like I feel like sometimes they they say that just at the right time. Like they yeah. know when you need that little yeah. confidence boost. And, you know, it was so nice to hear that. Um, yeah, it's just nice to know that people appreciate what we're doing and yeah, just talking to people and things like that. I um I find that when I find out really interesting things about my patient, I always love like I go on a tangent at handover. I like oh, telling oh, the nurse. Yes, what like, this by is the way, storyteller. <laughs> by the way, this patient used to be a surgeon, and this patient <laughs> he did this, this, and this, and he's got three dogs, and his daughter's <laughs> name is this. <laughs> Literally, I know. What about you, Brianna? What's your favorite thing about nursing? 
I feel like so much um, a lot of what you said Ivy in terms of just how much of a privilege that it is and I think it's like yeah an honor to have seen the things that we've seen at such like a young age I remember what sold me on doing the nursing course was on like an open day one of the lecturers said you know I can't guarantee that you'll um, make it through the course I can't guarantee that you'll become like oh, an emergency nurse or whatever um, but she said one thing I get, can guarantee is that you won't leave this course the same person that you entered it as and I solely believe like yeah. that course genuinely like changed my life changed who I am made me such a better person I've grown so much and this year you know my first what seven months of experience has just opened my eyes to so many things and like um in our day-to-day lives we have so many like superficial interactions with like human beings and stuff but Mm. in this role we get to see like raw humanity like people on their worst day people like in such vulnerable states and like it's shown me how important just like a simple act of kindness is and in maintaining human dignity I remember um I had a situation with a guy this was on a mental health unit um his mum came and dropped in like a doona off for him so I went and he was in like a group um so I went and made his bed for him and lady he comes up to me and he had tears in his eyes and he goes did you like make my bed and I thought oh shit I wasn't supposed to touch his belongings or whatever <laughs> yeah and I was like yeah oh sorry you know and he was like Tyrion goes that's the nicest thing anyone's done for me in the longest time and to me I was like that just took me two seconds to make his bed but it shows like what a position we're in like you know we have such a great position to be able to do so much good in like yeah small ways so I feel I love I love it I can't you know recommend the job enough to people like aside from all the maybe not at the moment yeah yeah (laughs) just wait out the global (laughs) pandemic side of things um like I love it and there's just such so many areas you can go into like right now I'm doing some preceptors preceptorship training on my ward to become a preceptor like I love working with students and I think in the future oh thank you and um I had to fill out an ANSAP for someone the other day guys it was such a full (laughs) circle moment wait what did you do I missed it I filled out like an ANSAP for one of the students. There's somebody of oh. assessment. And I was yeah. like, stop. <laughs> Someone should be doing this for me. Um, That's so funny. Yeah. And I think like education's a potential future that I would love to get into. And um, yeah, there's just so many places it can take you. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's so good. I really want to get into pediatrics. Um, you'd be amazing like I you're already there I can see you there. <laughs> everyone I meet they're always like what area of nursing do you want to get into and I'm like oh in my bright blue pink or my bright my bright pink or my bright oh, blue scrubs I'm jealous of the scrub tops <laughs> they wear like really cute ones with cute patterns I'm like oh, I love that I know everyone's like oh what area of... I remember um I was on I was a student and one of my perceptors one of my educators last year got along with him so well um he said to me oh by the way like I've known him for you know a couple of weeks he's like oh by the way like what area do you want to actually work in and I was like oh peds and he looked at me and he laughed and I was like what he's like I should have seen that 
You, I knew that. <laughs> like, I knew that. You're such a peds nurse. You are just yeah. such a peds nurse. You're classic. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It's actually, yeah, it's my goal to to go full circle with my um, with my health and to end up at the children's. So, um, yeah, we'll get there. We'll get I there eventually. I can't wait to see it. But that's it's, the best thing yeah. is that, you know, if you've got a long-term goal, you've got, I've got my whole life to be able to achieve it. So mm-hmm. um, you're always going to have a job as a nurse. You're always going to have options um, and you're always going to be in high demand as we've seen this year. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, to finish off, um, Milena, where can you see yourself going? Yeah. So I, um, as I said, I'd love to, what's it called, go into ICU, I think, one day. That'd be really interesting. Mm. But I think that I'm just not ready for it yet as such because I feel like I just need a li- little bit more experience and confidence to go into that. And oh, also maybe um, like become an educator. I also really love, um, like, I don't know, I love students as well. When they come on, I'm just like, oh, be paired with me, even though I probably won't teach you much, but, you know, yeah. come work with me. <laughs> Um, you know, I think it's nice and, you know, I've got my little, um, nurse meal Instagram and, um, you know, I really like, I've, I love the account. It does take up a lot of my free time. My mom's like, Melanie, you spend too much time doing that. And I was like, mom, what else am I meant to be doing? Like just (laughs) sitting there staring at the wall. Like we're in lockdown. Like I might as well do (laughs) content and stuff. But it's just really nice um, because it gives me, like, an opportunity to revise things and I feel like it helps me study. Um, But also – It helps me study. (laughs) Yeah, I'm glad. But I I honestly have so many messages saved. (laughs) Oh, good. I'm glad. But, um, yeah, like, so many nice messages from people saying, like, that they find, like, my content or, like, my podcast that I just recently made as well helpful. And it's just – it's nice that I like that's what I want like I wanted to achieve that like my brother started like you know being mean to me when I met him he's like do you want to be an influencer I was like no like what type of influencer hi guys today I cleaned someone's bum like (laughs) you know like um you know I just wanted to make it to sort of you know show like what nursing is and I just yeah like connecting with people so yeah anyway that long tangent is maybe an educator too I um, love it repeat it again so it's an Instagram basically any nursing student or anyone that's really actually just interested in health it's a really really good Instagram account <laughs> um and it's got um some really good posts educational things about medications about conditions about you name it, it's probably on Blood there. Blood results. <laughs> Anything. Blood results, yeah. Doing some um, ECG stuff. ECGs, yeah, I just saw. <laughs> yeah, and you've also started a podcast, oh. which um, you're actually the inspiration to this podcast. Um, but, yeah, so tell us what's the Instagram again um, and what's the podcast and where can we find it? So um, you can find me on Nurse Meal on Instagram um, and then my podcast is called your pocket nurse and it's on Spotify. (laughs) (laughs) oh i'm so happy that i have been able to chat with you guys and i guess just give everyone a little bit of an insight into what we do um you know if you're thinking about doing it as brianna and milena have both said 
um, do it because it's such a rewarding and life changing job. Mm -hmm. Um, and we're still learning every day. And I still talk to people that have been in the field, you know, 20 plus years and they're still learning every day. So it's a really fulfilling career and good luck ladies. Thank you for all the work that you do. And thank you for the support that you give me as well. And for coming on this podcast and um i can't wait to share it and i can't wait for people to listen and yeah i can't wait to see where you guys go and i hope that we're friends for life now yes and I, I can't wait to see you heading into rch in your pink scrubs thank you for- <laughs> Amazing. thank you for having me and just yeah it was so good to have a chat and i hope it's a nice and catch up, and we have well. a Zoom going yeah. at the same time. It was nice to see everyone's faces. Yeah. Like, yeah. A good catch up, especially the debrief before the recording. That was yeah. very neat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the real juicy stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, well, thank you so much, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you so much again for tuning in to this episode of Why Not. It was so good to be able to shed some light and I guess just let people know what it's like currently working as a nurse in the hospitals in Melbourne and as well as working as a really quite junior nurse, um, I might put as well. It's been a really tough I guess six or seven months to start with and um, I think I can account for a lot of people that I know and even just not not even juniors just a lot of people that I work with as well so please um, you know funnily enough we've uh, I'm recording this uh, last bit of the episode on the day that we've just had an earthquake so anything can happen Um, look after your friends and check in with everyone especially people that are that might be working in healthcare we've seen some really nasty ugly scenes this week and I know that I've felt really defeated and felt like um, protests and things like that are a real kick in the guts for someone that's putting themselves out there to protect not only my family but um, people that I share this world with so if there's anything that I can share from today's episode is that there are people that are really doing it tough um, and whether you're working in healthcare or just in general, um, please look out for your friends, please do the right thing and make sure that you're not putting other people at risk because that's the last thing we need right now. Anyway, that's it from me. I am super excited to be launching another episode as well as next week um coming up i speak to two of my close girlfriends and we do a light-hearted fun episode about dating and all things romance and you name it i think we probably spoke about it so uh if you have any feedback if you have any comments please let me know you can find us uh, on instagram at why not underscore or why not pod sorry underscore and tell your friends tell your family and like and subscribe that's all I can really say um and don't forget to add nurse mill on insta if you want to follow along with some of Milena's amazing nursing educational posts thanks for joining us and I'll speak to you soon